You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 281. Today, I'm sitting down with Coach Penny and Lisa, and we are discussing how to cultivate authenticity and heart-centered coaching. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode. It has honestly been a pleasure and a privilege to watch the dedication that I have seen these two coaches come to their own personal development and coaching practice and watching how they show up for themselves because it is truly a testament to how they show up for their clients. And when they can actually practice what it is they preach, they talk about it inside of today's episode where they really walk through how showing up for yourself in the same way has a ripple effect and how practicing what it is you preach and coming from a place of I'm in the trenches with you, how it can have a profound effect in helping your clients adhere to doing hard things. And I can't wait for you to hear this episode. Penny is a holistic health and lifestyle coach, and her specialty is in trauma release, which she talks about in this episode. Lisa is a holistic nutritionist and lifestyle coach with a specialty in Chinese medicine. They're both living in Costa Rica now. Penny as a single mom of an adult and a total Yellowstone fan. And Lisa, who is also living in Costa Rica with four awesome dogs and in her downtime makes incredible jewelry. I'm excited for you to listen to this episode because I think it is a powerful example of what can happen when you actually do what it is that you say you will do and how you can actually cultivate that and bring that into your own coaching practice. So without further ado, let's go ahead and roll that interview. What's up, Penny and Lisa? Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. How are you? Good. How are you? Fabulous. How are you doing? So good. I'm doing so good. I cannot wait to dive in. Like before we hit, before we hit record, I was like, oh, quick, we better hit record. So (laughs) (laughs) this is the thing I forget to do all the time. All all the time. All the time. Okay. So for those of you who are new to the pleasure of your work, I'd love for you to please share with us a little bit about who you are, who you serve and how you got there. All right. Go go first. All right. Okay, great. Well, um, first of all, I've been in the industry for 25 years. And when I say the industry, I mean, specifically, (laughs) the health and nutrition and fitness industry. Um, I started out as a personal trainer many, many years ago and um, evolved my business um, into many different areas of health, wellness, and fitness. So from a nutrition standpoint, from a Chinese medicine acupuncture standpoint, 
um, a mindset coach. Um, so we really just, you know, brought it all together and, um, Penny and I became partners. Um, and we started to put together programs that now serve like different pillars in our program to help, um, clients move from point A to point B and get really unstuck with their, with their life in general, uh, through nutrition and through health and movement and their mindset. And that's kind of me in a nutshell. That's like, you know, there's a lot to go on in the last 25 years, but I'll let Penny talk now too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have so much in that nutshell. It's like amazing the amount of quality, like what you've got educational wise and experience in that nutshell. Um, <laughs> So same as Lisa, I've been in the industry for 27 years. And after this year, I'm going to just stop counting. And I also started as a trainer because I was really competitive my whole life. And I was in figure skating and ballet and jazz and, and in the gym and marathoning. And people were like, you're in the gym all the time. Why don't you just work here? And I was like, how do you do that? So I became a <laughs> trainer which led to all the rest of the, I, all the rest of it. Uh, I actually worked my way up to being a general manager at two club locations um, in Burlington, uh, Ontario. So, which I'm no longer living in Ontario. Um, and then I realized that is, you know, that was my dream. And I was like, Hey, this is what I want to do in 10 years, run the company. I did and hated it, hated it, hated it. Um, so what I really missed was working one-to-one -one with clients and really getting to the root of their issues and finding out what makes them tick. And yeah, so that, so I decided to actually re re resign from that job and work my way back down the chain into working with people and then started my own company. And from there, uh, cause Lisa and I've known each other for quite some time, a uh, couple decades actually. And then we were like, hey, why don't we, you know, during the pandemic, both of us were running these beta tested programs. Um, and then we were talking, it's like, why don't we put our programs together and bring the best, mm -hmm. like the two best worlds together um, and then put together a pro uh, program that benefits so many more people. So that's where we are. And then she was like, put throughout the challenge of what's keeping you in Ontario? Why don't you move to Costa Rica with me? And I was mm -hmm. like, okay. And sold all my shit. And here we are. <laughs> Living in Costa Rica, running programs, retreats, and, uh, you know, coaching. So, you know, one of the things I'm curious about, you know, as, as a coach of 20, you know, double, like over two decades, what are some of the things that you do to continue to to sharpen the saw and when I mean that it, mm -hmm. stay engaged. Love this. Yeah. yeah. Love this. Being a coach. Well, um, I'll, I'll kind of head that one up and then Penny can yep. dive on in after, but, um, yep. yeah, I mean, like when I started working on my own personal development, I'll start with that probably over mm -hmm. like seven years ago. Um, you know, I really realized that things needed to change. And, um, so I started to dive into that. So most of you, most of you who are listening, you know, are probably in that same, same boat. I mean, I don't know any coach who stays stagnant and, you know, and stays in that, that position through a mindset, you know? So I think, and I hope that most of you understand that. And then, um, you know, as we, as I began to work on my own personal development, you know, getting over things that, you know, maybe, you know, held me back or I felt fearful of, or I just didn't know things and whatever the case was, it, it, it comes in many shapes and sizes and many moving parts. And, um, <clears throat> over as I started to do that, 
And then I started to realize that my business also needed to evolve. And um, then I started looking into doing um, business coaching as well. So that's when, um, and I've been through a couple different business coaches. And then my third, my third business coach is Bev and Bev. <laughs> and, you know, along the way, you know, I've been, I've learned different things about my business. I've learned how to evolve my business. I've learned how to look at things very differently in comparison to, you know, when I grew up in the industry 20, 25 years ago, we did things very differently. And, you know, and then it's changing that mindset around that. And, you know, both Penny and I, I know I can speak for Penny as well on this, that we really needed to push forward and make other changes in that aspect. And then um, Bev fell into our lap on social media and then we hooked up with Bev and we've been working with Bev ever since. And that's been a, a serious eye-opening experience when it comes to really diving into the business and understanding it on a completely different level than what we were doing growing up in yeah. the industry. We yeah. flew by the seat of our pants in our industry because that's how we learned in our industry. And, <laughs> and I know with Bev's background, understanding that whole gym industry, you know, that's where we grew up and that's how we learned how to do things back then. Um, and so now, now it's definitely moving forward. Um, and, and really like, <laughs> really, you know, getting twisted into a knot, as I always like to say, and then Bev helps us unwind that knot and, and put yeah. it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We're laughing because, because learning from me is like drinking from a fire hose and yeah, a little bit. <laughs> There's some tears involved. Won't lie. Can't lie. There's some, there's some crying. Oh, good. Crying. I will send, we send each other these, these videos of cats touching tinfoil. So. Yes. <laughs> Jumping all over the place. Oh my gosh. Okay. Penny, did you have anything you wanted to add? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's, uh, it's, mine is similar to Lisa's. I also like, you know, when you, we started, if you were smart, um, both Lisa and I worked for what was a very big company in Toronto, um, in the surrounding area back in the day, I think it got bought out by, um, good life, which is another one. Um, back in the day it was extreme fitness. So if you were smart enough, you really paid attention to what was going on mm -hmm. and cause they were also growing and learning as, as company owners. And, Again, you got trainers who are just going to be trainers for the part time. And then you've got like lifers like us. So if you really paid attention to what was going, you could see what didn't work and what did work. And then you kind of take that into your mm -hmm. own. And then when you become self-employed, um, but to make changes as a coach, uh, for me, it was the same like Lisa. It's like, you know, you experience things in life um, and you realize that the help looking isn't there so now you have to go figure it out for yourself mm -hmm. and then you've got to learn how to do it um for my past there's you know catastrophic things that happened in my life and therapy was like one 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 part of that but then it was like mm -hmm. it's not working I don't want to be on medication for the rest of my life so how do I fix this okay well then my education enhances itself and then like the personal development even ha has to happen um, like Lisa and I still like, I mean, we were just tackling some stuff last week and it, it's like, we're still, we're ongoing with our PD yeah. all the time. Um, looking at, okay, why are we doing what we're doing? Okay. Why, what are we, why are we stagnant? Why are we this? So, you know, like Lisa, I've been through a couple of, um, business coaches, um, that year, my, my third as well. 
And I thank you every day that we got it, like we connected with you and that you are, because you've actually helped us grow mm -hmm. so much in the last few months that, I mean, that's, I know when I say there was tears, I'm not joking. In that first six weeks, I cried. There's <laughs> like, I'm so overwhelmed. But I will preempt, it wasn't just that. I was also packing and selling all of my things to Costa Rica at the same time. So, like, you can do it. It's a lot. Um, but it brings us up a level of growing up, right? Like, so we grew, like, we have to become an adult when we're running our business, when you're following this, like, you know, all the stuff that Bev puts out. Um, whereas before, like Lisa said, we're running by the seat of our ass and we were like, cause you're self-employed and it's no big deal. And you got tons of money and you're good. And like, you got all your clients. I have some of my clients I've had for 20 years. Mm. Um, right. Like a lot of my clients, um, the only reason I lost them is because of the pandemic, but now it's like this whole new world of like, business is different and, mm. and it's online and it's different. And it's not so much referral word of mouth or like, mm. Oh, here, half my family wants to train with you. Here's five new clients today. Like that's mm -hmm. not happening anymore. Mm -hmm. So having to, I would say with your program and where we are now, um, legit grow up and really get into the nitty gritty of learning like shit, this, like this stuff, this stuff's insane, but it's worked, works while and it's worthwhile to do it. Right. So yeah, it's, it's a constant learning, constant learning, mm -hmm. constant changing and allowing yourself to be what I like to call overwhelmed and work through the overwhelm. And it's okay mm -hmm. just to sit there and go, I'm going to need a minute to breathe. Oh my God. And, and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. And mm -hmm. just keep going and do it anyway. Yeah, do it absolutely. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think for me, right. in in working with lots of coaches is that people who are, have the skill of coaching forget that they're actually running a business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Hard. Yes. Like those, yeah. you're, you're required to do, to use, you know, you're, you're required to use skills that they don't teach you in school. Mm -hmm. No, they should. No. They don't. So yeah. Your options, your options are either, I either figure this out on my own or I delegate this. And then what ends up happening to people who delegate it and try mm -hmm. and, yeah. you know, hire fancy freelancers is that they, they can't, they don't, it's like throwing money at a problem, hoping that that's going to fix it without really being able to look at like, okay, well, what is the return on my investment in terms of my energy, hours, effort, and yeah. time? Yeah. Right? Or even really, truly how the actual mechanics of it works. Like, you know, you've got the problem, but then to, you know, to learn how to figure that out, then you can teach somebody later on to come in and, you know, and, yeah. and help you with yes. some of those other moving parts, right? If you yeah. have to understand yeah. it yourself. And that's where I feel like there was always that gap. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, coming on with you, and then we're learning how to, how to understand those points, how to figure it out. And then, you know, eventually, yeah. at some point, we can delegate that and explain that to, you know, we also have, we're a team, which makes it a vast mm. difference. And, and Lisa's husband, Jeff, helps us with some ad admin stuff as well. So we have really three people happening. Um, that being said, it's not to say that I don't, like Lisa does better with like, you know, the Excel spreadsheets and the data and that's her thing. And she loves it. And it makes me want to choke myself. And then I like the creativity. I could be on Canva all day making videos and coming up with hooks. And, you know, now that I've learned how to do it properly. Um, and I could be there all day, but we have to still learn each other's department, right? Like 
we all like I still have to like get better at DMing and and, mm-hmm. and reaching out and Lisa's getting better at like you know like what stories and so we have to still know each other's stuff it's not that, like the job of what some of your coaches are doing all by themselves so mm-hmm. I am very grateful that we have us as a team that being said we still have to know I still have to know how to run that Excel spreadsheet because because I do because that's oh. being an adult as a coach. That's being a grown up with your with your business. And like you said, it's really a business first. And inside the business, we do coaching. Yeah. So it's one of the things that I heard you say that I'm curious, you know, because I, I see this happen a lot to a lot of coaches is that you were mentioning your work in terms of your own personal development and that you're mm. continuing to to. Sh- you're continuing to to un like peel the layers of yourself essentially get more yeah. present to yourself right and grow now what i think that's amazing but what i what i often see happen to a lot of high achievers and high performer performers is that that you know the the pursuit of growth is often at the expense of of recognizing where they are right now and knowing that like, Hey, I'm incredible now and I can help people and continue to grow. And so I'm curious for you in your moments of, of those times where you feel like, have you ever had those moments where you feel like, Oh my gosh, who am I to be coaching? Like when I got my own shit, I got to figure out like, who am I to be doing this? And, and how am I going to help? (laughs) We okay. I said oh, like yeah. imposter, imposter syndrome was alive and well inside me years ago. Like you know, even like three years ago, it was alive and well. Um, but as I've leveled up, and this I we call them levels because I don't know what else to call it. Um, and like I, I just believe that you have to be first and foremost honest with yourself of where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, be real with yourself about how much work you're really putting in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then look at that work and is it really the best that you can do? Yes mm-hmm. or no. So like, there's times where I have to walk over to Lisa and go, okay, I dogged it all, all week. I didn't do what I should have done. I couldn't, but then better. And she's like, no, but you did really great. And I'm like, no, let me be honest with myself because right. I probably could have. So, um, could have done better, but what you get to that level of, um, knowing the people that we serve are here and we're here. There's always going to be that gap. I'm not serving somebody who's up over here because that's not, I'm not there yet. So we can pull people up with us as we grow. And I feel, especially as a coach, we should be pulling people up with us as we grow, as we grow. So even listen, even if you're working with somebody and you're on the same level of growth, whatever you have or whatever I have to offer is an enlightenment to them. And then vice versa, like we've, I've learned things from my clients, mm-hmm. um, you know, like even still to like this, like two weeks ago, I was like, my client made a comment and it just resonated with me. And I went, oh, there's a piece that I was missing. But then I, so there's, you always have something great to share with somebody at any level. So as long as you're constantly looking at yourself, and this is the trick, honestly, like really getting honest about, you know, and you've said this, Bev, in, in our coaching is like, you know, check your 15 minutes. What have you done in the 15 minutes? Did you scroll? Did you like look out the window? Or did you actually actively do something for 15 minutes? Then you know you're in that realm of growth 
because you're actively using your 15 minutes multiple times throughout the day in order to get work done, do your personal development, do whatever it is. Whereas you're going to have people that you're coaching may still be down there, but that's okay. I still believe that we should all be pulling everybody up to our level because there's going to be somebody above you pulling that you, like you are, you were above our level. So you're pulling us up to your level. Right. I love that idea living in the end, right? That's what it is. It's about, it's, it's the, there's always a paradox. It's, it's both at the same time you get to coach and teach and be led Mm -hmm. It's both at the same time. Yeah. I know you have to be, I know people have to be open to it. Sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's (laughs) open to coaching for sure. Um, was I going to say, um, I was going to make a comment about, uh, yeah, imposter syndrome. Like I know, I know a lot of coaches who, who go through it. Um, I've been through it, you know, personally myself. Um, and I find, and, and it's funny, I've kind of checked in on, on that imposter syndrome feeling and, and, um, I've noticed it's, it's a lot less and less. Um, and I believe that, um, it also, it also comes very much so with like the personal growth, but also, um, the confidence and the self-esteem and, and things like that, that are wrapped up into that as, as well. And, um, just knowing that we have that knowledge to be able to, to help people who are, who are on, you know, on the level of, you know, learning and stepping in and things like that. Um, and I think that's, that's another thing that we have to take into consideration. And, you know, I know a lot of coaches that I've come across with, you know, in the various, um, the various business coaching, um, experiences that I've had where, you know, I mean, even some of the, some of the members in, in our accelerator group, you know, feeling of imposter syndrome and stuff, but, you know, at the end of the day, they, they help people, you know, build themselves up from, you know, where they're at. And, and that in itself is, a massive reward and you know and you're really helping that person develop themselves and grow and and be able to explore what that looks like so um yeah that's kind of what I wanted to say about that yeah I think that's powerful too and I also think that when you share like like you're you know when you share it it's you know speaking to the elephant in the room as opposed Mm -hmm. to pretending it's not there which just uh-huh. makes it worse right you just start to push it down and it's like relentless positivity mm-hmm. just like putting Febreze in a, in a stinky trash can we all know yeah. that. <laughs> right. oh. that's so true but it's like oh look there's the trash let me take the trash out is uh-huh. a very yeah. experience you know so yeah. I you know, being able to notice it and name it. And I also just think too, that it's powerful when, when, you know, as coaches, as you continue to grow and develop your skill in, in leading someone else is that, um, you, (laughs) I've had those moments of like, man, I thought I figured this out. Mm, You're like, Oh, oops. Right. It's just another layer, right? Wherever you go, there you are. And our clients get to be, be, uh, mirrors for us to continue to look at it. And it's, it's just important, you know, at least for me, I'm always reminding myself that we're all human beings having a human experience until we graduate from being one. Right. So, so people are going to, people are going to accept that they're going to be okay. Mm. We know that it's not, no one's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I have better success. I've once I started letting my truth out and letting it out that I worked on my own coaching and that you know Lisa coaches me and I coach her and then you know we have other people who coach us as well and 
um, different things that we follow and pay attention to. And I let my clients know that I'm constantly being coached. I'm constantly mm-hmm. leveling up. I'm constantly, as soon as they found that out, they actually tried harder. Mm-hmm. Right. So even on social media, like when we, we talk about, um, you know, our stories and where we go and, oh, like oh, we're coaching, oh, we're learning. And I put out posts all the time. I got like, not all the time, but like on a Sunday, it's like, okay, it's another educational day. Like, here we go. We're studying again. And people are always DMing me going, oh my God, I love that you're constantly here. You're constantly learning. Um, and it just makes them feel like whether like, you know, if they come on as clients, great. And if they don't, then they've taken something away and that's great too. But I find, yeah, my clients get, are they res- they're open to coach being coached themselves more because they know I'm actually being coached myself and I'm working in my PD. So they actually work harder. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I always find it funny, right? Cause I, I pay attention to words and I hear what people say and I also hear what and see what people do. Right. Mm. And it's interesting to me because people will be like, well, I just want to help people, but I'm not doing anything for free. Wait, okay. <laughs> and then at the same time, they're like, you, need to pay for, you know, you need to pay for coaching, but I'm not paying for coaching. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, if you are not willing to do the work you are expecting someone else to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what are you really communicating? What are yeah. you really? Well, I, yeah. And this was one of the big thing, eye openers for both Lisa and I, we, we've said this to ourselves in the kitchen multiple times. It's like, you know, like we have better empathy for our clients, what they're going through for our program, because we're going through yours. And we always remind ourselves to go, oh, well, like, okay, so it's equivalent. Like, yes, we're higher in the, in the, on the ladder, but it's, it's still the ladder going up. And our clients are struggling with like the basics, the same way we struggled with, what the fuck is a hook? Oh my God. Sorry. I just swore on your podcast. Um, you knew, you knew it was going to happen. So you knew it was going to happen. So it's like, what is a hook? Ah, how does the promise of value? Ah, oh my God. What do I, ah, what is it? And then, then our clients are learning fundamentals and this, and then why do they have to sleep? And uh, like, it's the same thing. They're, they're, it's just different. It's just different material, but they're going through the exact same process that we're going through with you. So we have more empathy because we're like, Oh, Right. I had a meltdown over here. Okay. Our client had a meltdown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we actually, it's like I say, your program in itself has made us better coaches because we can now empathize again with them to understand what they're, they're, oh, the overwhelm, the emotion they're feeling, the exhaustion, like all the things because mm-hmm. we're going through it. So yeah, it's, I, like I say, I think it makes you a better coach all the way around um, to understand that. Yeah. So I, I'm curious for you as coaches, like, and for your clients, you know, what are some of the hardest lessons that your clients have had to learn that you have had to help facilitate that transformation for them? So what I mean is, you know, you know that feeling when it's like, you just listen to me and do what I said, but you know that they have to learn the lesson themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So yeah. how have you, you know, how have your, how has your coaching evolved in that regard and how you actually facilitate that transformation, you know, for your client when you just want to be like, dude, do it, just do this thing. And it's mm-hmm. going to be gone. <laughs> so we, we spend a lot less time saying, if you just pay attention to what we say, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I've legit said that to clients before. If you could just like, just give me one week of following my way. 
Let me just let me know how that goes after seven days. And they won't do it. They still won't do it. So it's really about, um, and I use myself as an example all the time. We storytell. We do, we, I do storytell all the time because um, I'll say this to them and I'll pull in an example of my life because I've got quite, like so many of them. So I'll say, well, okay, this is what's going on in the group. We can see what's happening. I'm like, well, for an example, this is what happened to me. This is what I did. This is what I found. This is what I tried. Mm-hmm. And, then we, and then we leave it. We just let them. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, like they resonate on it. They think about it and they're like, mm, okay, maybe I will have breakfast. Oh, maybe that will be better than having coffee first. Hmm. What a thought. So, um, yeah. So I find um, I find what I try to do is I try to loop things around. So aside from mm. like using a case study or um, storytelling or whatever, um, as an example, if um, I'll just I'll just use like a, their cravings as an example. So if a client's having cravings, because they all do, um, what we'll what I'll do is I'll lay it out for them as in, okay, so let's work through it. So, you know, we obviously get them to do some sort of or a couple of actions like journaling as an example. So nutritional journaling, so journaling their food, journaling their times, all these types of things. And then when they're saying, oh, well, I'm really, you know, I have really low energy in the afternoon, you know, I'm craving stuff after dinner, then what I get them to do is I get them to physically look at their journal, and I get them to walk me through what happened the day before or what happened the day of. And I pinpoint out the misconceptions or mistakes that they're making. And then I ask them to add one correction. And then when they add the correction and then they and I get them to come back and give me feedback on it. And when they notice that the craving or the tiredness or the fatigue has gone away based on that one or two corrections based mm-hmm. on what they were doing throughout that day, then it validates to them what their mistake was. So then they continue to to do that path because it feels better because it moves the markers for them. They're taking action in a positive way, which then creates self-confidence and self-esteem and momentum. So I always bring things back around in based in based on based on that concept. And mm-hmm. now do you see why she does the Excel spreadsheets and I do the Canva <laughs> yeah it filters filters all through our coaching (laughs) yeah and I think that that's powerful right but it's true though people do learn through through story in that regard and then then also like we just start to we automate things our brain Mm -hmm. is designed to automate so it's easy to think oh yeah well that didn't matter that didn't count I didn't do that but 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 they they can't stay present to the compounding effect of the small actions and this small decisions that they're making, right? It's mm. that concept of yeah. like a tornado. What is it? A tornado can start from the flutter of a butterfly. Mm. Right. right. Yeah. That same That concept of momentum being built and people have to see that in order mm. to buy in, in order to continue to do, you know, get, you know, t- to do the hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right? absolutely. And I also think that, you know, for coaches, when you're doing this though, and you're kind of in the mud mm. all the time, yes. meaning you are in the mud with people all the time. So it is essential that you take care of you. Otherwise you're, it's yeah. like mud sticks. Yes. And we, we were there though. Lisa and I were there. Like we, it took us quite some time and, you know, a lot of prompting from you and a lot of 
comments <laughs> like from you and coaching from you that we finally were like, you know, so was coming to the coaching calls on top of, you know, listening to you. And it's like, okay, well, that's this, da, 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 okay. And then Lisa and I would do our thing. And then, and then we were realizing, cause we kept saying like, why are we only attracting people who are stuck in the, like stuck in the mud? Why are we attracting this? And then, so Lisa and I both went like, oh, cause we're stuck there. Right. So we're attracting the clientele because we're stuck. So once we started to recognize, oh, that, and then move up the chain and then start to really apply more. And then, you know, like Lisa and I are like, she's very good at it. And I'm learning um, goal setting and keeping track of all the things. Um, she's very meticulous with her notes. So I've been learning to be better that way, which is bringing us up to the next level for sure. Um, but yeah, like as, if you're not doing it as like being meticulous as a coach and doing all that stuff, how do you expect your clients to do it? Mm. So true. Right. So it's, so it's true. all the same. So now that, and it was like one of the, I think it was after one of our coaching calls and we sat there in the kitchen and we just made some comment like out of the blue. It's like, how did we become $10,000 coaches? And then all of a sudden we went ding, 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 light bulb went on and went, oh, wait, we are. That's our program. <laughs> we are like we're there. Yeah. And that was a big, just a huge shift. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge shift in everything that we did. And now, like, we've taken everything, I've just leveled up in, like, like, a huge jump, actually, in the last couple of weeks. So, which shows in everything that we do and then shows in how we show up for our clients. And it shows up, and now we can see our clients showing up better for themselves because we're showing up differently. So, you can see, like, it's just, it's amazing. Mm. The ripple effect. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's so, yeah. like, it's, 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 it's one of those things that mm. it's, like, hard. It's, like the X factor, mm-hmm. you know, you can't really yeah. name exactly what it is, but this is yes. what sympathizes you and pulls your people to you because yeah. they can't really put their finger on it. It's just your energy. Yeah. Yeah. But what's interesting yeah. about that is that, um, and I love that analogy that you use with the ripple effect because I stole it and I've used it a few times with clients, you know, how when they vibrate at a different level, it ripples into their life. It ripples into their colleagues. It ripples into their family and things like that. And what was interesting is, um, and I'll just go back to the whole leveling up uh, comment was that when in back in August specifically, um, we saw you do the same to yourself, but yes. then it rippled yes. because I felt when you did that, it, then it rippled to us. We and did I was it. Like, and then our clients did it. did it. And it was interesting. <laughs> so it, it yeah. works. Like it really does. It really does work. And yeah. 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 And, and you know, specifically too, it, it, it's this moment of, and for me, you know, and this is also like my parenting part of me too, where it's like, Hey, listen, we're all adults here and I'm not, you're not here to be accountable to me. It's not my mm-hmm. business. You're accountable yeah. to you. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 And that's yes. the hence growing up, right? Yes. Like growing up and realizing that, Oh shit. Like Lisa said before, we just did by the by the seat of our ass because we're self-employed mm-hmm. and it's just us and we don't have to worry. But now we're like growing a business, mm-hmm. which is right. So yeah, it's, a, yeah. A, it's the whole transformation that we've gone through in the last few months is astronomical actually. Yeah, and, the, and it, and it translates into your personal life and it translates yes. into with your friends and it translates into, you know, how you uh, uh, be accountable to yourself and the boundaries that you set with people um and and then just like it's just, mm-hmm. it's 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 in 
I, I don't even know how to put it into words that, you know, like when, like, okay, so even for myself, Lisa and I talked about this like a few times, like as being single and like the idea of dating. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not ready because I need, I know I'm coming. I have more to go. And we have a business more important but then when i think about the potential of dating it's like oh that guy better be way the fuck up here like right so it's before <laughs> like if you're down here you're like you know i'll be trapped in here <laughs> get out of the mud right so it, it affects and it, it's like with all things like with my kid when i say kid she's 30 so like right like and it's like like i, I say to her now it's like are we having the same conversation are you gonna do what are you doing like you're an adult like come on and it's interesting like it just literally affects every aspect of like of every category of your life mm -hmm. when you make this change yeah and that can be hard and your clients have the same thing right mm -hmm. so, yeah. so depending mm -hmm. on where they are because it's like everyone you know will admit they might have one thing in their life that's you know locked and loaded whether it's health wealth love whatever mm -hmm. relationship whatever right and then other areas of opportunity for them to continue to grow and so for your clients yeah. it's their health right so that it's almost like if they could just lock and load their health that they're gonna have all of it yeah all the other stuff will settle yeah like better jobs come along like they like right because they, they still talk about it like our clients talk about oh my relationship with my husband or my friend a uh, work sucks and oh, i'm not making enough money mm -hmm. oh my house is cluttered okay well Right, or like just, it's all the same. It's all things, right? Mm -hmm. Like all categories have to be mm -hmm. clear. I mean, or it's just, or it's just the hurricane within themselves. I have no time yeah. to do anything. I'm overwhelmed. It's this and that. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, but you're running around in a circle, like you're not doing it right. right. And this comes yeah. back to being honest about honest with what you're actually doing. What are you getting done in your 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. Right. Like Lisa and I break our day into 15 minutes. Now that may be we got four 15 minutes times four for study, 15 times 15 minutes times eight, because we're gonna like, you know, put out referral letters into this and this and this. But you're committed to that time frame every 15 minutes. Okay. And now you're doing eight of those. Maybe not in a row, but you're gonna do eight in that day. So that when you walk away, did you move the needle forward in your personal development, in your business, in your life, in your health, in and all of it you know one of the things too that you guys you know the as exceptional out coaches for the over two de over two decades uh almost three um is that that you're missing right <laughs> that we're missing that i think a lot of people struggle with okay is the is the being able to be honest and look at outcomes without making it mean anything yeah um, catch the price yeah yeah, yeah. By staying emotionally or about by staying regulated, right? And that is so incredibly easy to say and impossible. Mm. I basically just said, like, here's how you lose 100 pounds in three seconds. It is like <laughs> so yeah. hard to do. It's part of what, you know, my my mentor says, leave, living on the razor's edge, mm. where you care about everything and nothing at the same time. Yeah. Because you can't do this work. Nobody becomes a coach because they want to make money. <laughs> like, oh, there's the best way to make money. Right. So this is not like yeah. a quick, you know, you know, a turn your computer into an ATM. They want to genuinely help people. So in yeah. order to do that, yeah. means you have to care. That's why it's called yeah. personal training, personal development, right? Yes. 
So I think it's a hard, fine line to navigate the difference between, or not a difference, but to live in that, like, hey, it's both. Like, I'm going to be honest with myself without punishing myself. I'm going to be honest about what I'm doing without, you know, shame. And that's hard. Yeah, it is very hard. It takes a lot of practice. We have, um, Lisa and I work together with our, like our PD all the time. And um, I mean, it's cool that we would live in the same area like same spot so that we you know could randomly like over breakfast discuss like a book or a chapter that we read or something so there's we do have that like luxury uh and it is a luxury and we're very grateful for that but there's also the understanding that nothing means anything until you put a thought to it and then once you put a thought to it a feeling it evokes and once that a feeling evokes then that's the trigger triggering effect of like what that one thing is. My phone is in the in my hand. I might drop, it, it could drop on the floor and crash and break. Okay, big deal. It's not good or bad until mm-hmm. I put a thought to it. Holy mm-hmm. shit, that's going to cost me $800 to like replace. Oh, that's going to suck. Oh my God, do I have $800? And then the panic starts and the anxiety and the stress kick in, mm-hmm. right? At the end of the day, it's, a, it's just a phone. It's not the end of my world. I will not die. I'm going to cry, but I won't die. Right. So it's the same as every little thing that goes on with us when we do our, when we look at coaching, when we look at our clients and we look at what we do. So, you know, nothing means anything until you put a thought to it. Once you put the thought, the feelings evoke. And then when the feelings, that's when the stress or anxiety or whatever kick in. So it's being able to sit back and go, like you just said, really evaluate what did I do? Did I do this right? No. Okay. How do I figure out how to do it the right way? Oh, we do this. Okay, make a call. Like, you know, send the information, send the stuff to you. Okay, have Betcha look at it. And then getting over mm-hmm. it. And this is just get over yourself. Mm-hmm. Because we live in this world of like, we have to be perfect. Who mm-hmm. says so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. Do, I do 17 stupid things by noon every day. <laughs> and then I, and then tomorrow I don't do the same one. So kudos, like, right? So it's, we need to all get over how we like how we look and just be authentic mm-hmm. and being authentic means that we're going to screw it up and we need help and we're going to have to ask our partners and friends and family and whoever yeah and like you know like we said being open to coaching mm-hmm. I love the thought yeah. feeling right you you talked about it's like the be do have series essentially which is like hey you have the thought the feeling fuels it and then mm-hmm. what and and sometimes it's a loop, right? You usually Mm -hmm. hear it in a linear, but it's usually a loop, right? Pain means pay attention. Then you're like, why do you feel bad? And then it's, and we like, oh, or we look for that evidence of like, I knew this wasn't going to work. See, and then it's like the feeling, the thought, the the feeling, and either in a vicious cycle or a vicious cycle. And right on top of that is that you get to be the thinker of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yes. You can change them. Doesn't mean that bad stuff isn't going to happen or that you deserved it. None of that is true. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I know that I can change the thought at any time, yeah, what's more powerful than that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. And then to teach it to other people. Yeah. And that's where the real. But that's the key, though, big. right? And that's the t- the teaching yeah. the concept and then getting yeah. the concept, not just talking yeah. about it. You know, because yeah. there's there's two different, you know, avenues to that. And uh, and actually, it's funny because one of our one of our ga- guests, we had a guest on um, our group coaching. She sat in and, and watched us work one night and uh, 
And she's like, you know, I love the way you guys, you know, bring it back around and tie it all together. And she's like, and it's just not, you're just not throwing out the advice or throwing out, you know, here's the piece of information, but never tying or looping it back around. And that was one of her biggest takeaways. And I was like, because that's our coaching. <laughs> and yeah. it's and, but that's it's effective, though, like, like you were saying, yeah. Bob, like, you know, it's to you know, be able to talk about it, but it's be able to teach it and then make it stick. Right. Yeah. One of my biggest things about coaching specifically is that you hear people say those who can't do teach. And I'm just like, Oh, well, they clearly haven't been a teacher because teaching and coaching incredible skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. thing to say like, Hey, this is how you do it. Go and do all these things. And it's another thing to actually motivate, inspire, and get your client to actually do the action that's required that their brain is literally going to fight them on doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like that. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I find there's a vast difference from, I used to be like that way back in the beginning as a trainer Cause you know, you have an ego and you're running out of an ego base um, and which is the downfall for all coaches. And because you don't know any better, right? Like 27 years ago, the things that we did in the gym, I remember the, the gym I worked at, I had to fight them tooth and nail just to bring in stability balls. Cause they're all like bodybuilders. And they're just like, who needs to have a stability ball? Well, fucking everybody actually, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> so, but it was just like the mindset of then to now um, is, is, is just so different. So back then it was like, you know, it's in my head going, oh, I'm so great. Oh, I'm a trainer. Look what I can do. Do what I say. And then you start to learn like, like no one's, people are A, going to be totally offended by you. They're not going to renew with you. They don't want you as a trainer or a coach. And then as you grow up um, and then learn that we're not ego, it shouldn't be ego-based. It's heart-centered. And if you're not teaching from a heart-centered, no one's listening. So if you don't get out of your head and get into your heart, you, your, your clients aren't going to listen to what you have to say mm. because coming from being authentic and real and when from a heart center as a coach, they hear that. They hear the difference and then they, they're like, well, she really cares about what my outcome is. Maybe I'll try that. And if mm-hmm. we can just get them to try it, to listen and think about it, that's half our job. Mm-hmm. The other half, the other half is them doing it. But again, from here, ego, like you're getting nowhere. And if you always wonder why your clients aren't succeeding, it's like, cause Lisa and I check in with ourselves all the time and I'll do that. I'm like, Oh, this week, I think I was ego based this week. I think I need to like tone it down. So I, we do check-ins constantly about this. Like, where were we? Did we were we getting on our high horse? Were we this? Were we trying to, okay, we need to come back to heart centered. Mm-hmm. And then, then we see our clients make the biggest changes. If you're in your head, you're dead. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I like that absolutely. statement. That should be a one. t-shirt actually. <laughs> <laughs> t-shirt. I know. Right I'm, not, not, I heard that. <laughs> I'm good. I, I'm, I'm all about the graphic piece for sure. I like that one. All right. So I, you know, if you could go back to your younger self, you know, if you were starting over again, what is some of the advice that you would give to yourself as you, um, that you wish you knew when you were first starting to coach others? Hmm. Well, I would definitely say like, I've, I've seriously have thought about that question before and I'm like, ah, you know, 
only if I knew what I know now and and there's so much more like to learn and still be able to develop and like in in that concept but like god you know if I could go back to my younger self I'd be like well you know you know first and foremost would be to dive into the personal development work like not not the education not like you know exercise physiology and all that crap I mean we have all that right I mean that's just part and package of what we do but not you know who we are and and when I think about you know what I've learned just in personal development stuff over the last seven years I'm like oh god I wish I wish I had got more into that concept back in those days um, I think it would have just been amazing to to do that. So I think that would be my younger self advice. <laughs> Mine, mine's a little different because um, I've been working on this actually, and look, trying to look. I've been looking at it differently lately. My advice would be to pay attention to the lessons in the pain. Mm-hmm. Like you can't skip your life. Um, the pain's going to come and go, uh, the lessons and you're either, you either watch the lessons or you don't. So my cousin, my cousin, she was amazing. Um, she always said, she always used to say, we all have the same lessons in life to learn and you're going to keep repeating them until you learn it. Yeah. And it was very profound. And I remember she telling, uh, she, I said that to me, I, I want to say I was like maybe my late twenties and I didn't listen. I didn't listen at all because I was in my late 20s then. I don't know about you guys, but I knew everything. I was brilliant then. So, but it's like your life, all the things in your life are meant to happen, good or bad or evil or ugly. They were, but they make up who you are. And at 55, I look back and there's some incredible lessons that I missed. So had I paid attention, I would have learned them sooner. I would have maybe got to where I were this, this space maybe a little earlier but maybe not. Maybe this was supposed to be the way it was supposed to be. But you need to learn. You need to pay attention to the lessons that you're learning in the pain. Because we, when we're pain, we're when we're going through pain, struggle, strife, whatever. We tend to turn our brains off and we do the "why me, poor me, oh God me," instead of going, "What am I learning? What is it teaching me? Why am I here? What's happening?" And then work through that because that's where the resilience comes. You have to go through the discomfort and you have to go through the pain to get the resilience in order to be stronger on the other side of that. Yeah. That's I mean, perf- and it's, for the day. Lesson. it's really, it's a powerful and really hard lesson because it's one of those things yeah. that people who are in the thick of pain, you know, hard which, no pain, you know, pain. <laughs> I do. That, I do. That is, um, it's hard to see it. When you're in the, it you're is. Yeah. yeah. And that, so that would be mine. Cause I've lived, like you say, I, I've lived through a lot, um, multiple times and I wish I had to pay really attention to what was happening then opposed to now having to go back and look at it, examine it, work through it. Right. Cause then you're just have to, so yeah. The human experience is intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But there's like just as much for as much pain as there is, there's just as much greatness and glory and fun. And and it's, it's it's right. Like it's what you make it. So I could very well, as you know, and Lisa knows for sure is I could very well be that person who 
um, has like this dark cloud over my head and be that person that's negative and horrible. And I, I could very easily just like justifiably be that person that's just, ugh. Mm-hmm. to what end? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't help. Like it doesn't help anybody else in the world. It doesn't help me. Um, I choose to look at silver lining. I choose to like, be happy. I choose to look at something great. Not to say I don't like, you know, sit there and go, damn it, how do I do this? Right? Like, but I just choose to find the goodness in everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's the choice. And we all a- have a choice. Yes. It's a hard choice to make. Yes. Get yeah. to make. Every day. It's a, it's a hard choice every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a powerful, what a powerful podcast. Um, like this is the podcast you listen to when you want to change your life, but serious. Um, okay. So for, so I want to, so first of all, I want to be very mindful of your time. So thank you so much for pouring. Thank you. Okay. I love yeah. it. Okay. So what are some of the best places for those of you who want to do this work, who want to go deeper, who feel, who feel called, who feel connected, where are the best places to send them? Uh, I would probably say our website, uh, luxliferetreats.ca. And yes, it's the AA because we're Canadian. I know we're, <laughs> we've left, but you know, still can. <laughs> I know everybody's like, sure, it's not.com. No, we're sure. It's um, .ca. <laughs> yeah. Luxliferetreats.ca. Or you can find us on Facebook, uh, Lisa Bolton and Penny Hounsom. You also have an incredible community for women. So uh, tell us about your community. Lisa, do you want to take, take that away? Yeah, I'll take that away. Um, okay, so our community on Facebook has been um, running for a couple of years now. And um, we, we just recently changed the name. And uh, the funny... I pulled it, I pulled it up. Do you want me to... <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know, it's so funny because I when we changed the name, the name before that, I was, I'd always get tongue-tied with it. And then we just changed it again. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I have to say it again. So go for the name, Penny. Health and lifestyle solutions for women get unstuck. Thank you. you. Uh, So yeah, we've been running the community for two years and we have um, a lot of great, wonderful free stuff um, and resources that we've um, been working on over that time frame. Um, So if you want to hop on in there, become uh, become a member of that, um, we'd love to have you. So just go on in and uh, hit the join and uh, we'll uh, we'll vet you along and move you into the group. Love yeah, it. So you find yeah. stuff. We do live. We do live workshops. We do master classes. Uh, recipes every week. We have a coach's corner. We do uh, quick one minute exercises on the weekend. Sunday self care. Fitness challenges. Fitness challenges. Um, and then our whole. And then Lisa does a post on Wednesday about what we do for our holistic living and what we do all the time. So, as we're helping people build their holistic lifestyle. So all Love that's it. inside. And we'll make sure we link all of that up in the show notes. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank thank you. you so much for having us. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. 
When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.